Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We have a hard time understanding what the word choking means. I've had people today hit me with, Mark, Detroit choked. Let me tell you, they choked yesterday. Why? Well, they had a 17-point lead in the second half, and they lost. That is a choke. Let me define, to the best of my ability what a choke actually is in sports, okay? A choke is where your mentality crumbles. You are mentally weak in a moment where you need to be mentally strong. You are nervous in a time when you need to be, you need to be calm under pressure. You are fidgety. You have the yips. That is choking, okay? All of that is choking. Detroit played this entire the same way they did all year long. They played that way in the second half. Now, what happened in the second half? They had a ball bounce off the face mask of their defender. San Francisco catches it. They have a rookie running back who's great, Jameer Gibbs, who fumbles. San Francisco gets it back. Okay? They choose to go for two fourth downs instead of field goals. This is not choking. Okay, a fumble isn't a choke. A ball that bounces off a face mask isn't a choke. It was like anything that could go wrong did go wrong for the Lions in that half number two. But they remained like an aggressive behavior is not something that somebody who's choking does. When you are choking, you play close to the vest. You play scared. You play afraid. Detroit didn't do that at all. But you know who did? Baltimore. And you know who else didn't? Clemson didn't choke. Give me a break. Four-point lead, two minutes to go, a bunch of bad calls mixed in. How are you telling me that's a choke? I mean, choke is the most overused phrase in the sports fan lexicon. Get over yourself. But if you happen to see a Baltimore Raven or a Dallas Cowboy, offer them the Heimlich Maneuver. You can say to them, hey, Ray Lewis, I heard you were choking. Do you need the Heimlich, sir? Okay, you can say that because there's a high likelihood if you see a Baltimore Raven or a Dallas Cowboy, they will have been choking. That's what they do. The Baltimore Ravens, guys, I mean, that was a choke job. When you suddenly appear as half the team you used to be, that is a choke job. And what I was wondering yesterday before this game was played was, To what degree is the cool, common collectiveness of Kansas City going to matter against a team in Baltimore that is clearly feeling the pressure here? Clearly feeling the pressure. Um, Kansas City, you know, not playing with house money, but they've been here before. They've been here a number of times. And so when you've got a Baltimore Ravens team that in the regular season averaged 28 points a game, They put up 10 when it matters most. When you've got Lamar Jackson in the regular season who has a quarterback rating of 103, 
in the game that matters most has a quarterback rating of 76. Think about this for a minute here. Suddenly, a good team became bad under the bright under the bright lights and pressure of the moment. How does that happen? That, my friends, is the very definition of a choke. Choking to me only happens when it is obvious that a team is playing tight because of a situation in front of them. You guys know this. I had a former colleague who played on a team with Peyton Manning, and he told me that in the playoffs, Peyton Manning's backside was so tight you couldn't fit a pin in it with a hammer. This teammate of Peyton Manning that I worked with told me this about Peyton. That is choking. Peyton Manning lost more first-game playoff games than anyone in NFL history. That's why he's called the best regular season quarterback of all time. Some people just don't have it under immense pressure. Patrick Mahomes does. Andy Reid does. The Kansas City Chiefs do. Baltimore does not. Now, Zay Flowers, dropping all of his flowers, didn't help. Taunting penalty, fumbling the ball at the one-yard line. But despite all of that, Baltimore scored 10 points when they normally scored 28. Lamar Jackson produced a quarterback rating of 76 when he normally produces a quarterback rating of 103. And now you are about to have an MVP, a two-time MVP, that has as many playoff wins as he does MVP awards. Make it make sense, please. Somebody please make this make sense, because it doesn't to me. Oh, Mark Ryan, it's a regular season award. Yeah, but value isn't determined in the regular season. Lamar Jackson has shown you that the regular season isn't valuable because they lose every postseason. He's not the most valuable player. You can give him best regular season award. You can give him that. He had, according to many, the best regular season. But value is determined right now. This is beginning to become like a Michael Jordan situation. You guys remember that? Where, like, you could say Michael Jordan really is the MVP every year. But just to keep it interesting, they give it to, like, Carl Malone or Charles Barkley or somebody else. But Jordan really is the MVP every single year. Give it to Lamar Jackson. Fine. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP every single year. Mahomes talked about Lamar Jackson being the MVP last week, actually. He said, you know, he's the MVP for a reason. <laughs> really? What is that reason? I watched that game yesterday. I saw Mahomes go 30 for 39, a QBR of 91.1. You know what Lamar Jackson's QBR was? 43. Mahomes virtually doubled him up. Give me a break.